So it's one thing to know what you like. It's a wholly another thing to know what you want. As a kid, I knew what I liked. I liked premium cable, and I liked name brand cereals. <laughs> I loved them together. But I had no idea what I wanted. No idea what I wanted out of life. No idea who I wanted to be. I came from a generation where I was told I could be or do anything, and I felt paralyzed by the possibility. So instead of choose one thing, I kind of floated through life, floated through high school, just barely graduated, floated into college, and then very quickly dropped out after a year of floating there. I was 19 years old, and I'd never felt more lost. I surveyed my people, my family and friends. I asked them what they thought I should do. I asked my parents. They, they thought I should try school again. Some friends, some buddies of mine from my hometown who were managing to stick college out, uh, they had a particularly interesting idea. They said, we're just moving into our first off-campus house, and we've got a criminally underused couch. You should come down and hang out. And as it turns out, going to college but not taking any college classes, I responded really well to. <laughs> so we're 19, we're carrying on, we're playing Mario Kart, we're playing beer pong. I don't have a direction yet, but I'm building community. And <laughs> that, that, that did feel right. Like I said, there were these buddies from my hometown, uh, three of them, and then there was a fourth roommate, Barry. He was a lot like me in that he was living in a college town, but not going to college, but he was unlike me in that he had a job. <laughs> so he liked to work and make money, but he fancied himself a foodie. He also would go out and take this money that he'd earn at his job and go to produce markets and search out exotic fruits. He'd come home with kiwis, but not just kiwis, these special kiwis. He'd come home with peaches, but they were only ripe for seven months out of the year. He would come home and call us down and say, boys, gather around. I've got something special. Let's, let's look at it together and maybe enjoy it together. We'd ooh at the kiwis, we'd ah at the peaches. He came home one afternoon, particularly excited. We could hear it in his voice. He said, come on down, boys. I've got something to show you. He pulled it out of his tote bag, and I knew, I felt, really, that I knew what I wanted. He pulled out this pineapple, and it was so gold, and it was so green. And he talked about the provenance of it. I think he came with a certificate of ownership. <laughs> and we all enjoyed looking at it, but I really was being pulled in a direction for the first time in my life. I, I felt something, and it, sure, it was physical, but it was more than that. I wanted to be with this pineapple because maybe if I couldn't be great, I could have something great. So we carried on. We played Mario Kart. We played beer pong. And slowly everybody went to bed. I tucked myself into the couch, but I was tossing and turning. I couldn't get to sleep. I couldn't get this pineapple out of my head. I had to go to the bathroom, and it was on the other side of the kitchen, so I said, well, why don't I just go and take a look at it? Maybe that'll scratch the itch. So I go into the kitchen, but it's on top of the refrigerator. Let's take it down. Let's get an honest look at it. And it's so funny how the criminal mind works. I'm already thinking about how I can get away with this. So maybe if I take the top off like a jack-o'-lantern, I could kind of empty it out. Or, you know, Barry's not even that good of a guy. Did he deserve this pineapple? Or... I bet I could gaslight him in the morning to believing that there is never a pineapple. <laughs> and while I'm thinking these scenarios through, I'm about halfway done with the pineapple, and I didn't know much, but I, I, I knew that it would be worse if I didn't finish it at that point. <laughs> 
So I do eat an entire pineapple, and I get rid of the evidence, and I fall asleep pretty quickly, if not feeling a bit guilty. I wake up to Barry yelling in my face, and the first thing I hear is, where is it? Where is my pineapple? And I try to feign misunderstanding. I don't know what you're talking about, but he could see the chemical burns all over my face. <laughs> and so he, he, he votes that I'm, I'm kicked out of the house, and, and nobody fought for me, and I couldn't blame them. So I float back home to my parents' house, and now I'm, I'm not just a, a nothing. I'm a thief. I'm a malevolent force in this world. I mean... What can I do? But I saw it for the opportunity that it was. I, I had taken something, I had broken something. Maybe I can't make it all the way right, but maybe I can repair it, even just a little bit. I certainly can't get the pineapple that came with the certificate, but maybe I can get a pineapple. Maybe I can do some good here. So I do just that. I go to the local grocery store and I find the best pineapple that I can find. I hitch a ride back down to the college town, back to the house, I knock on the door, and Barry answers it. He opens it up and he asks me what I'm doing. I'm like, Barry, I know you have, I don't deserve it, but hear me out. I know that I broke something. I was living on your couch, I was a mooch. You shared your peaches, you shared your kiwis, and how did I repay you? I stole your pineapple, I ate the entire thing, I was sick for days. <laughs> I broke up our little family. I know this isn't making it all the way right, but maybe this can fix a little bit of it. I got this pineapple for you. He was touched. He invited me inside. He called the boys down. It really felt like something was happening, something right, like I was headed in a direction. We carried on. We played Mario Kart. We played beer pong. That night especially, Barry and I, we were like a team. We'd see each other from across the room. We'd nod knowingly. Eventually, everybody goes to bed but Barry and I, and, and we sit down. It's me, the pineapple, and him on a couch. And he says, you know, Elliot, I know you've been having a tough time. I think really at 19, you're not supposed to know exactly where you're supposed to be headed or who you're supposed to be, but I really appreciate what you did, and I, I think that means a lot that you got the second pineapple, and I say, well, Barry, I really appreciate you because you gave me some con consequences that I hadn't seen in life, and I think that's going to make all the difference. And so then he tucked me into the couch, and he went off to bed, one last knowing nod, and I went to sleep, but I woke up in the middle of the night, and I went into the kitchen, and I looked at that new pineapple... <laughs> And for the first time in my life, I didn't feel paralyzed by possibility. I felt like I could do anything. I could be anyone. I felt ready. And because I had a lot of growing up left to do, I ate a second entire pineapple. <laughs> and I was kicked out for good the next morning. I floated for a little while longer. I figured some things out along the way. I do still eat pineapple, usually in moderation, but always with permission. Thank you. <laughs>